Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Conversations with Coco. So Coco, so today I have a friend that I met through Facebook. I'm sure a lot of you guys have done the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Terry Moyer. Hey, Terry. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me on. How are you doing? I'm good. I haven't talked to you in a minute. I haven't it's heard that voice. <laughs> yes, it's I been know. a minute. <laughs> I know. Well, I had the pleasure of, I can't even, I don't even know how we connected, but I know we've been Facebook friends for some years now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think when we first met, uh, you might have been still on the Midwest. In St. I Louis was. You're yeah. right. I was in St. Louis and I was like, Terry, I'm trying to get back to the A. <laughs> right, you know, right. You, I remember. Yes, yes. Very so cool. I, I, you know, I've watched you and I've watched your story. And one of the things I enjoy about your history is that you were so intertwined with music. Um um, for a long time and as you know I'm a singer I'm a songwriter I'm a pianist and so I love anybody that is creative whether it's on the business side or the artistic side so do me a favor and kind of tell people who you are and and, and your history wow okay so going I'm gonna go way way back come on uh, take me back I'm old way enough. way back <laughs> <laughs> well I actually started my music career in 1986 uh, working for a recording studio in Manhattan. I'm originally from New York, and I live in Atlanta now. I but can hear I, that accent. I hear yeah, that I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to hold on to it. it. Absolutely, ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I um, uh, pretty much started my career working in recording studios, okay. and um, basically had the opportunity to work with some great people like. Yoko Ono, Roy Ayers, Brenda K. Starr, wow, wow. Of the blessing. And then I moved on to Billboard magazine where I had the opportunity to work with people like Nelson George and Craig mm. Coleman, who's now running Atlantic Records, and Bill Coleman and Terry Rossi. Shout out to Terry Rossi as well. Okay. And uh, moved on from Billboard magazine and started working for a independent record label out of Brooklyn which I tell people, you know, pretty much open up the doors to my musical career because working for First Priority Music, mm-hmm. even though it was an independent label out of Brooklyn, yeah, uh, we had some phenomenal artists on the label such as MC Light and yes. Audio 2 and Positive K and Michi oh Me from Canada oh and just a bunch of people, Peaches and the Alliance. So that mm. opened up the doors for me to really work with a lot of phenomenal people, including... Queen Latifah and Will Smith when he was Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince and yes. Puffy when he was at Uptowns and oh, uh, yeah. had the opportunity to work on the self-destruction record. Oh, well that's my favorite. Yeah, self-destruction. So that was an honor. And, yes. uh, you know, now that I'm in Atlanta since 94, yes. I still do some work with First Priority Music. They're okay. still doing a okay. lot of stuff out there. And, and uh, I'm also a uh, music business consultant, so I I consult with a lot of artists about the music industry and help them get their, you know, get to the next level. And then I've been a Legal Shield associate for probably going close to ten years, helping yeah, a lot of artists get access. Yeah, they get helping a lot of artists get access to the legal system so they're not signing bad contracts. Wow. Yeah. So do you deal with um, new artists now? And if so, you've been through a lot. You've seen a lot. 
Um, what do you what do you share with them now? Like, what does the this this era of artists need to know that they they may they may not know? Uh, the majority of uh, my clients and independent artists that I speak to, unfortunately, on two sides. The first side is. Uh, the majority of them don't have any type of legal counsel, so they're mm. killing their careers by there signing documents that they shouldn't be signing and Ooh-wee. turning over publishing when they shouldn't be doing that. Yes, and sir. The majority of the artists out there don't really understand how to properly market themselves online to build mm. that base. Yeah, that's 90%, true. 90% of them are doing it wrong, if more than that. So what would you encourage someone? Like, I know a lot of artists. I have artists that are on my page and that I know. What would you encourage them to do um, from a marketing perspective? I know I know your your knowledge is not free, but mm-hmm. what what can you share with uh, oh, yeah. artists uh, now? Absolutely. I, I, I'll tell you a lot of things that I tell artists is uh, Facebook and um, Instagram is not your website. <laughs> right. definitely got to get your own website because if Facebook goes down tomorrow now. you lose all of that information and all that content and Come all those now. contacts so you know build your own brand your own portfolio as far as your own website learn yes. the business of music you know I have an online course that I've had up for probably about 15 years now called learn the okay. music business nice. and uh, it's really you know a bunch of people from the industry have gotten together and they recorded some of their favorite tips and topics. Nice. And stuff. So, uh, but learn the business. This is a business, and you've got to treat it like a business. Uh, most of the artists, unfortunately, are not great when it comes to uh, organizing their business. Mm. Um, they don't have a calendar. They don't really keep things on a calendar, so they're sort of all over the place, and they're not following yeah. up. and And I just put something on Facebook that said. 48% of people in business do not follow up with their initial contact. Wow. So wow. a lot of people are leaving a lot of money on the table. Because on the table, yeah. Yeah, because if you met, you know, for example, the vice president of Coca-Cola that was interested in doing something with you, then a lot of those artists are not, they'll, they'll meet that, that Coca-Cola rep executive at the industry party, but they never yes. actually follow up to say yeah. hey let's get together you know yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's like stuff that you I guess we used to learn at home mm-hmm. you know mama told us if you if you contact somebody send a thank you letter yeah, or, or something like that so we there's I think basic mannerisms or manners mm-hmm. I'm sorry are, are not are not um, shared like they were back in the day yeah I actually use a system which I'm also an affiliate of course send out cards and I did see that so yeah. what is that I did see you post that yeah send out cards is a, is a great system let's say me and you get together and we meet at a industry party we've never met before okay and uh, I'll say hey let's take a picture together and then we'll take that picture together which of course we'll both post on social media but what I'll do is take it one step further and I will go home, or I can actually do it from an app on the phone, but I normally go home, jump on a computer, and mm-hmm. I can now take a greeting card that'll say, hey, it was great meeting you. Put that picture of us together nice. inside the card. And then on the back of the card, it has my brand. And then when I hit the send button, the company will actually print the card and mail it to you. So this is not like an e-card. Wow. This is actually wow. a physical card you get in the mail. 
So that I, is nice. Yeah, I send a lot of birthday cards. I send a lot of happy anniversary cards, and I get a lot of referrals and business because I keep in touch with my clients. Wow, I like that. I like that. So I know you. How do you feel about this whole COVID nineteen and the music business, and we aren't able to kind of connect like we used to? There's nobody. You're not. You're not going and taking pictures with anybody right now. Everything is all. Uh, through social media um, how do you think what do you feel about the change that's happening right now well you know my, my thought is that we go through this all the time so this is nothing new for us I mean you know we, mm. we were shut down for 911 9-11 that's when true. that whole thing that's happened that's true so this is right? nothing new for us and we just have to understand that like any other business we continue to evolve and adjust and basically you know do Zoom, set up meetings yes. through Zoom. You should still be networking and saying to a potential client on Facebook, hey, let's get together in Zoom tomorrow. And now you're having online meetings. You're still sharing uh, your digital, your music digitally. Like, hey, check out my stuff. And hey, I mean, Kirk Franklin just did a whole new smile I know, song I know. With Kelly Bryce and everybody. Ooh, Basically, exactly. So yeah, so that's what we need to do more of. And you know, we'll, we'll be out of this probably by the end of the year, if not maybe next year. But we yeah. just continue. My my businesses have actually become, I'm become actually more busier because wow. of, yeah, because of uh, people wanting the information and the services. I believe it. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Absolutely. So let, so take me back, back in the 80s when mm-hmm. you were working with these artists, what exactly were you doing? Were you kind of like their their business person? Were you consulting? Uh, with me on, when I was with First Priority Music, I was actually the publicist. Ah, okay. Yeah, so okay. I did MC, for example, MC Light was on the label. And I did nice. light publicity and I was also doing the publicity for a group called Audio 2. Who oh, actually, I yeah, Audio 2 <laughs> top villain. And, Come on now. Uh, yeah, shout out to Milk. Yeah, definitely. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. And my job was to get them into magazines on TV shows. So I was able to work with Arsenio Hall's show and Joan Rivers' show and Phil Donahue's show to get those nice. artists that exposure. Now, do you feel that artists nowadays can do that themselves? Or do you feel that they still need to contact a person like you to kind of make those connections? Uh, they can do it up to a point, but at some point, they're going to need to hire a publicist who has that type of relationship with the radio shows and the TV shows. But when you're first starting out as an independent artist, you have to build the brand first. That's true. You know? That's true. Now, the great thing about it is that you can go to platforms because of internet radio. You can do a lot as an independent artist on internet radio uh, because a lot of radio hosts on the internet they're looking for content but you have to build that brand to say hey i'm gonna get on oprah or b103 or wbs in new york you're gonna need a publicist that has that type of connection that's true yeah that's true i get that so terry tell me what kind of kid were you were you always into music with that was that your thing oh no (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) 
I was a juvenile delinquent doing drugs and hanging out at the clubs in New York. Keep it real. Yeah, Keep yeah. Writing graffiti, writing graffiti on the wall. I was definitely a juvenile delinquent back in the day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when did you make that? When did you make that pivot? What happened? Uh, I watched Prince on TV uh, performing. On yeah, performing American Music Awards, and he just like he looked like he was having a lot of fun, and I said, "That's what I want to do. I want to." Do something in the music industry where I can have fun and get paid to do it. It just hits you. Yeah. Yep, that it night. just yep. hits you. Yeah. I remember I I have a, I had I had a, a uncle who um, I had a music background family. My grandfather played trombone for like um, Sarah Vaughn, mm, Ella, wow. Ella Fitzgerald, wow. Louis Armstrong, um, and so I wow. also had my grandmother's brother who played in LA, and he played back in the 20s, so he was on a lot of people's albums back then, wow. and um, when I I, uh, I had this love-hate relationship with Atlanta, and I moved here uh-huh. um, in my 20s, and my grandmother's brother was like, you got hit by, you got bit by the bug. You got bit <laughs> You can't help it. You can't help it. Uh, yeah. And so even, even though I'm not singing right now, I still love connecting with people who love the business, who love mm-hmm. love the art. Yes. It, it just it just moves it just moves this world. We can't live without yes, we it. Can. That, that's can you hear me? Oh, there okay, you go. Cool. I, yeah. I lost you for yeah, a I had another call coming through, so I had to decline it. But yeah, absolutely music is you know, it's a universal language. It is. Absolutely, it yes. Is. Well, Terry, tell people how they can find you and connect with you, because I know they would love to. You are a wealth of knowledge. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, the best way to find me is to Google me. Um, just, you know, type in name Terry Moore, Music Biz Coach, and you'll see a lot of information come up. Or you can go to one of my two websites. The first website is... Uh, terrymore.com m-o-o-r-e-r.com and for those that are looking for an attorney or a law, law firm for about $24 a month on retainer mm-hmm. you can reach out to me at tmore.com or just uh, inbox me on Facebook well wonderful I know you're a busy man they're trying to get you already but thank you that. so thank much thank you very much